Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. So today we're in Mark chapter 11. And before we start reading, let's go to God in prayer. Father, thank you for today and thank you for your word. I'm grateful that we get to hear from you every single day. That your instructions, your manual of living life is provided to us. So Father, I lift up this time. I pray that our hearts, our minds, and our spirits would be open and receptive to your word. I pray, Holy Spirit, for you to be the one who teaches us, that it be your words, your message, your wisdom, and your understanding that we would hear. Nothing from me. There's nothing worth worth it there. And I just pray it be all you, Lord. Guide us, speak to us, and help us to love you with all of our being, all of our soul, and all of our spirit, and help us to love our neighbors as ourselves. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, chapter 11, Mark is moving along pretty quick. We're getting to um, Jesus entering Jerusalem, and uh, so things are progressing quickly. And actually, you only have five more chapters after this. Um But so let's just start into verse one. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Beth Bethphage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples saying to them, go to the village ahead of you. And just as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you doing this? Say, the Lord needs it and we'll send it back here shortly. They found the colt. They went and found a colt outside in the street, tied at a doorway. As they untied it, someone, some people standing there asked, Hey, what are you doing untying that colt? They answered as Jesus had told them to, and the people let them go. When they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks over it, he sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the ground, while others spread branches they had cut in the fields. Those who went ahead and those who followed shouted, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest heaven. Jesus entered Jerusalem and went into the temple courts. He looked around at everything, but since it was already late, he went to Bethany with the twelve. The next day as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree in leaf, he went to find out if it had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves, but it was not the season for figs. Then he said to the tree, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard him say it. On reaching Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple courts and began driving out those who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves, and would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the temple courts. And as he taught them, he said, Is it not written, My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations? But you have made it a den of robbers. The chief priests and the teachers of the law heard this and began looking for a way to kill him, for they feared him, because the whole crowd was amazed at his teachings. 
When evening came, Jesus and his disciples went out of the city. In the morning, as they went along, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots. Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. Truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive your sins. That one always is so important to me. Sometimes I've, in the past, I looked at it as a command that I had to do in order to be forgiven. But the reality is, if I don't forgive, I become bitter. If I'm bitter, I'm destroyed. If I forgive, I'm blessed. It's an incredible law of nature, I guess. I don't know. But when there's unforgiveness, there's destruction. There's death. When there's forgiveness, there's healing and there's life. And when I was young, I would read this and I'd be like, okay, well, gosh, I have to go. I have to go do that. Otherwise, I'm not going to be forgiven. But the reality is, I have to do that for my own well being and my life to have a full, happy life. Bitterness and unforgiveness, it's a poison to us. Verse 27. They arrived again in Jerusalem, and while Jesus was walking in the temple courts, the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders came to him. By what authority are you doing these things, they asked. And who gave you authority to do this? Jesus replied, I will ask you one question. Answer me, and I will tell you by what authority I am doing these things. John's baptism. Was it from heaven or of human origin? Tell me. They discussed it among themselves and said, Well, if we say from heaven, he will ask them, Why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, they feared the people, for everyone held that John really was a prophet. So they answered Jesus, well, We don't know. And Jesus said, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. So with that, that ends our reading. And there's really, I I figured there would be a lot here from the various commentaries, but there wasn't. So I think we'll just end with prayer and seek God out in other ways. Father, I'm grateful for your word. I'm thankful that you remind us to forgive. That it's a blessing to forgive. It's not a chore. And it's edifying to our souls. I thank you for the reminder that just as you gave instructions to the disciples about the cult that were extremely detailed, you still tell us what to do. You still guide us. It's in your word. It's when you chat with us, when you talk to us, when we hear your voice or feel your voice and your instruction. I'm grateful for the way that you watch over us, you walk with us, that you're beside us right now because you're omnipresent. It's just at times we don't always see you think think about it or recognize that you're here but you are and father i'm just grateful for the way you love us 
and the way you know us. And I know you know us so well because you made us. But Father, as the creator of billions, you know me. You know the hair on my head. And that is amazing. And you loved me enough to die on the cross, to sacrifice yourself for me. If it was only me, you would have done it. So Lord, I thank you for this day. I just pray that I would continue to grow closer to you and truly understand what it means to love you with everything I have. To love you with my heart, my mind, my soul, and my whole being. And that I could then love my neighbors as I love myself. And I pray you help me to love myself as you see me. Because so often, I don't see myself well. So Lord, thank you. Strengthen me. Strengthen us to do your will. To love others as you see us. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and his journey back to God. I hope you have a great day.